Now on Netflix. Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. Due to the graphic nature of today's crimes, listener discretion is advised. Extreme caution is advised for listeners under 13. Today is Monday, April 20th, 2020. On this day in 1970, the notorious Zodiac Killer sent one of his most disturbing communications to the San Francisco press. The letter not only held the key to the killer's identity, but it also included a detailed bomb threat that terrified the public. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a ParCast original. Today we're covering the My Name Is cipher, one of several cryptic messages the Zodiac Killer sent to Bay Area newspapers. Let's go back to San Francisco on April 20th, 1970. As the sun rose over the city, the Zodiac Killer slipped an envelope with the cipher into an unknown postbox and fled the scene as quickly as possible. The next morning, the letter was rushed to the editor of the San Francisco Chronicle. He wasn't surprised to see another message from the Zodiac. Over the past year, the paper had grown accustomed to hearing from the mysterious serial killer every few months. But the Zodiac still knew how to keep reporters on their toes. By the time the editor had finished reading the killer's latest message, he was aghast. For the second time, the Zodiac had threatened to blow up a school bus full of children. In a previous letter, the Zodiac had included a hand-drawn diagram of an explosive device he planned to build. The plans showed it would be placed on the side of the road and rigged to blow up as a school bus drove by. After examining it, the FBI had determined that the plans for the device were theoretically sound. It was no idle doodle or empty threat. It was possible the Zodiac had an actual plan that could result in a devastating explosion. In the name letter, the Zodiac had updated his previous diagram and sent a more complex blueprint for the bomb. This one included a special circuit designed to prevent the device from detonating on a cloudy day. Apparently, the Zodiac had determined that without this failsafe, the bomb could accidentally be triggered by an overcast sky, though it wasn't clear exactly why this was the case. The Zodiac wrote that he had planned to plant the bomb earlier, but his work had been interrupted when he was swamped out by the recent rainstorms in San Francisco. The credible threats, along with the fact that the killer's knowledge of bomb-making had increased, disturbed investigators working on the case. But as terrifying as the blueprint for the bomb was, the short cipher the Zodiac transcribed at the beginning of the letter was even more compelling. He wrote that when the code was broken, his identity would be revealed. 
The Chronicle made copies of the note and passed the original on to authorities, as they'd done with the previous messages. The FBI soon determined that the handwriting on the letter matched the previous Zodiac messages. Unfortunately, they were unable to crack the code. Since the cipher only contained 13 characters, there were too many potential solutions. As far as investigators were concerned, the possibilities were infinite. The Zodiac must have known that without more characters, the cipher was little more than a farce. Add to that the fact that the Zodiac had a habit of deliberately misspelling words, even in his ciphers, and the challenge was really just a red herring. Authorities concluded that the code was only meant to waste their time, something the killer had attempted to do plenty of times in the past. This line of thought also led them to question the scoreboard that the Zodiac included at the bottom of his letter. It read, Zodiac 10, SFPD 0. At the time, the Zodiac was only known to have committed five murders. His latest scoreboard claimed double that. But since the killer enjoyed taunting police and the media, it was tempting to believe that he was lying to throw off investigators. On the other hand, the Zodiac had successfully carried out at least four attacks. His most recent murder had been committed in the middle of a San Francisco street. The prospect that he committed other murders the police didn't know about seemed possible. Once again, detectives were working overtime to delve into the Zodiac's cryptic clues and decode his bizarre ciphers. As it turned out, their work would continue for decades. This letter wasn't the last time they'd hear from the elusive killer. Coming up, we discuss the aftermath of the Zodiac's name letter and cipher. This episode is brought to you by Rakuten. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores including headliners, Ulta, Ray-Ban, and Canon. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals during Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th. The cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for Adidas and Fenty. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Now back to the story. On April 20th, 1970, the Zodiac Killer sent the latest in a string of strange and terrifying letters to the San Francisco Chronicle. As always, authorities hoped that the Zodiac had slipped up and left some kind of clue in his message, perhaps a stray hair or a fingerprint. But this time, just like all the others, they were disappointed. By now, authorities were used to the feeling it seemed like every report they wrote about the Zodiac had to end uncertainly with the words, the investigation continues. But the name letter was particularly galling. The Zodiac's last confirmed victim had been taxi driver Paul Stein. 
The killer shot Stein in the middle of the Presidio Heights neighborhood in San Francisco. Though police arrived at the scene within minutes and three witnesses saw the shooting take place, the Zodiac somehow managed to escape, a feat he'd frequently rubbed in the faces of the SFPD. Authorities felt powerless and frustrated. The killer made it clear that he considered investigators incompetent. And now he was so arrogant that he was willing to offer them clues, even a puzzle which might reveal his identity. Of course, it's likely that the cipher wasn't a legitimate puzzle at all, but the effect was just as maddening. And over the years, amateur and professional cryptologists alike did their best to crack the code. One of the more popular suggested solutions to the cipher was the name Alfred E. Newman, the mascot for the popular Mad Magazine. The name not only fit within the code, but also matched the Zodiac's absurdist sense of humor. Unfortunately, it meant that the cipher provided no clues about who the Zodiac really was. With the cipher looking like a dead end, authorities turned their attention to another section of the name letter. The Zodiac mentioned that he'd been swamped out by the recent rain. Police seized on the killer's phrasing and began investigating low-lying areas in the city, searching for places that were vulnerable to flooding. It was an ingenious idea, but unfortunately failed to turn up anything helpful. It seemed like the Zodiac was always one step ahead of the police. For all they knew, the entire story about the rain had been fabricated. As the months wore on, that explanation looked increasingly likely. As it turned out, the Zodiac never committed any more confirmed murders after the October 1969 killing of Paul Stein. Though he claimed additional victims in his subsequent letters to the press, it seemed more likely that the Zodiac had changed tactics entirely. He still sought to spread terror and become infamous, but he found he could accomplish his goals more easily by simply making threats and tantalizing investigators with his letters. Ultimately, however, his new strategy had limited success. After repeatedly threatening to detonate a bomb, but never following through, people stopped feeling so afraid. His threats became hollow, and eventually the Zodiac stopped his campaign of terror entirely. Five months after the name letter, in September 1970, the Zodiac went silent for three years. Though he undeniably outfoxed police, the Zodiac also overplayed his hand with the name letter. It marked one of his final credible threats. But ultimately, it was nothing more than a smokescreen. The last gasp of a killer whose 15 minutes of fame would soon be up. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. To learn more, check out our episodes of Serial Killers on the Zodiac Killer. 
Today in True Crime is a ParCast original. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other ParCast originals for free on Spotify. Not only does Spotify already have all of your favorite music, but now Spotify is making it easy for you to enjoy all of your favorite ParCast originals, like Today in True Crime, for free from your phone, desktop, or smart speaker. To stream Today in True Crime on Spotify, just open the app and type Today in True Crime in the search bar. At ParCast, we're grateful for you, our listeners. You allow us to do what we love. Let us know how we're doing. Reach out on Facebook and Instagram at ParCast and Twitter at ParCast Network. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime was created by Max Cutler and is a ParCast Studios original. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Dick Schroeder, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Freddie Beckley. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Terrell Wells, with writing assistance by Nora Battelle. I'm Vanessa Richardson. 